you know, I, I say this to everybody, you know, selling is a profession, okay? Um, how you sell yourself, how you sell on value. Um, if price is the only thing you have, it's the worst goddamn strategy you could ever have. It is the worst. If you are landing jobs because primarily you're the lowest bidder, you're, you're, you're screwed. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm gonna show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. Hey everybody, welcome to another No Bullshit Podcast for, for Contractors. What's that tongue twister there? Uh, happy St. Patty's Day to everybody out there. Um, as my dad would say, he's an Irishman. If you're lucky enough to be Irish, you're lucky enough. So uh, um, raise a toast to everybody on St. Patty's Day. Um, and I got an amazing guy here with me, Sean Whalen. Sean's been with us for how long now, Sean? I uh, joined uh, end of August. So like September, last day of August. Uh, Love it, man. 2020. And there's been like massive impacts that have happened to your business on the, on many different fronts. So, you know, you've been with us for a short period of time. And when we look at some of the results that, that you've gotten, um, I know you've gotten, you've been able to make more profits, spend more time with your family. We're going to get into the specifics of that. But I always like to kick these off because this is no bullshit podcast for contractors around like what were some of the challenges that you were having? I know you mentioned that you went through a bunch of other coaching companies. We don't have to talk about them, but you were, you know, you know, in, sort of interviewing them and things of that nature. So let's talk a little bit about, Sean, where were you at going back, you know, those several months ago? Like, or what, how many months would it be? Five, September, October. I'm sure. So let's see, five or six months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah uh business was we were busy um but i was always there working longer harder hours um you know we made what i thought was good profits um but like i said it was just i was tied to it i was just working all day in the field waking up early in the morning writing estimates doing sending invoices working till nine o'clock at night working weekends just to keep from getting buried from everything that you got to do right mm. and you know, uh, I had a three-year-old son, he's four now, and it was, he was asking my wife, you know, where's dad? Why isn't he here? What's going on? Um, you know, well, he's working, honey. And that's when I made the decision. I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm taken from my family. I don't want my son to grow up and me not be present. And even when I was home, you know, I was answering emails. I was doing that stuff. Oh, one minute, you know, come play with me. Oh, one minute. Uh, and so I made the decision right, right then and there, uh, me and my wife talked and I said, I, I need to, I need to figure this out. I need to get a coach. I'm a craftsman. I'm not a business owner and I want to be a business owner. Hmm. It's not easy. eh? No, I how wish. How many years were you in business for? Uh, well, my father started the business in 1982, uh, as a side, you know, he's a carpenter too. I started as a side business doing roofs and decks and stuff on weekends and evenings. And then I followed suit, worked for other people, learned the trade, uh, worked for him my whole life. And then uh, we took it full time in 2011. And then I took over in 2000, beginning of last year. Amazing, man. So think about it, like these struggles that you had, I'm sure you saw your dad with some of the struggles, right? Oh yeah. I mean, he's just a hard working dude. Um, uh, just always, always hustling. And, and that's just the way that I thought it was. And then, you know, doesn't have to be mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's one thing we want, you know, when it comes to generational businesses, we, there's certain things we want to carry over. Hard work is, is a great, um, skill set, great model, great culture. At the same token, there's the, you know, people talk about working hard and then working smart. 
it maybe gets overused a bit, but in reality, it's, it's the fact, right? Like just because you're putting in more hours and you're really, really hard worker does not equate to you increasing your chances or having better results of what you want out of the business. Would you agree? At 150%. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many hours were you putting in when, before you hit the breaking point of coming to us? 60, 70, yeah. uh, you know, 50 in the field and then the rest of the time doing all the other stuff that needs done. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, it burns the candle at both ends. Yeah. I'm going to add another 20 to it of just thinking time when you're lying in bed. Oh my God. Uh -huh. Waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to fall back asleep, thinking of everything that needs done, trying to plan the days, no organization. I mean, you do your best, right? But you don't know what you don't know. So true, dude. So let's talk about some of the things that, you know, within a short period of time that you started working on, like, and then, you know, let's reflect on, uh, on the team, right? You, you, you engage with Rick head of coaching. Like we're just not like a one man, you know, we practice a proper contractors, but we teach, right? So we're not yeah. the one man show contracting, uh, coaching company, right? We have a coaching department, right? We have a support team. We have experts in certain areas. We, Right. And I'm not saying this guys is some sort of sales pitch for those of you guys that are listening. I just want you to understand that anytime you're looking at getting help by somebody, ask them how congruent are they with what they are, with what they're teaching you. People are like, what? Well, if they're trying to teach you to be profitable, are they profitable? If they're teaching you how to scale the business beyond you as the contractor, as the owner, uh, does that business, that consultant or coaching company run with the, 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 the owner, like, right? I mean, Sean, I've never talked about this, but when you think about it, like if I, I could leave, I could leave, I'm not, and this is not boasting, it's just putting some principles in place. I could leave for a year and this business would keep running and growing, profit contractors. Yeah. People are like, okay, what's your point? Well, my point is, you sure as shit better be engaging with people who have been there, who've done that, and are doing it and are getting the results that you're looking for. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. what does that say about what they're teaching you? Right. Yeah. John, you interviewed some people, right? Not to name any names. And you were like, when you came to proper contractors, we were like, you need to start here and then go here and then go here. And the other guys were like, yeah, we'll help you get whatever it is that you need. Yeah. What's the, Why is that so important to you having systems? Um, well, because you know, that's what you need. Like I knew that's what I needed. Like I needed it to eventually, and I'm not there yet. You know, I don't want to come off like as if I got it all figured out because every day is a new different challenge. And neither do I, by the way. What's that? Neither do I. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, like, uh, I knew that, well, the main important thing to me was, like I said before, was getting time back with my family. Like, and I knew that I needed to be able to remove myself from everything that I, from absolutely everything I was doing to, in order to work on the things that made the most sense. And were uh, as Rick, as coach Rick always says, higher level tasks. Mm -hmm. um, and when I spoke with uh, profit for contractors, they were like, look, you start at time. That first word right there. As soon as I heard time, I was like, tell me what that means. Please tell, explain to me what that means. That means controlling your time, managing your time, defaulting your calendar, yeah. doing the stuff that needs done and then delegating and team delegating. And I was like, is that going to free me up to spend some more time with my family and not sacrifice anything as far as the business goes? And right away, first implementation, uh, I saw, I saw results. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going all in on this and it is paid off. Totally dude. So everybody listening in, there's an order, okay? There's, and there's people out there now trying to copy us. You know, my team gets upset with it sometimes. I get upset. I used to get upset with it. Now I'm like, that's a good, good indicator, right? Like when people are trying to shoot like Gretzky, it's, it's just a compliment, right? And they're back in the days of the Oilers and they're trying to learn how to pass like Lemieux and Gretzky and like see that synergy and the guys aren't even like, how the fuck, how do they do that? They don't even, they don't, it doesn't even look and you know, they know where they all are. Well, that can actually be created, right? Right. And, and I look at it as almost like a compliment. Okay. So there's lots of people trying to, you know, use some of our language and wording. So, um, so Hey, it is what it is. Right. Um, so there's an order, everybody. And Sean, it was alluding to it, right? Time and team is first thing. Okay. You might think, no, no, no. I need more marketing and sales. I don't give a shit what it is that you're working on. If you don't, if you can't get, start getting control of your own time, you will never ever get control of your team's time. 
And by the way, when I say team, you're like, oh, I don't have any guys working for me. Or maybe you're one man show. Guys, your team includes your suppliers. Your team includes your clients. And on and on. Your team includes your family, right? Subcontractors. You got it, dude. You got it. So time and team is the first thing. You got to get control of your time, okay? It doesn't have to be absolute. We don't like spend 20 years on time and team, right, Sean? And then we start working on pricing. No, man, it's, it's, it's different levels, right? The contract yeah. is a level of success, right? Right. Totally. The next thing we work on is profits and cash flow. So let's talk about that. So you worked with Rick. You worked with Jay on your pricing, yeah. increasing your pricing. Tell us about that. What's been the impact? Oh, huge. Um, so uh, on exterior replacement stuff specifically, I was before profit for contractors, I was uh, bidding at like the going rate, you know, price per square, uh, you know, whatever, uh, whatever it might be. Um, and I got with Jay. Okay, so Sean, I mean, hey everybody, you might see a little glitch in the recording, I'm a little bit winded, had to pop out. A supplier that was supposed to deliver something didn't deliver it. I'm sure a lot of you guys out there can relate to your supplier saying that they've got something and they don't have something. Can you, Sean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Almost every day. Yeah, almost every day, right? Yeah. So, and, and here's the thing. We were just talking about time and team. I want everybody to get a reality check on this. Getting control of your time and team. Getting, getting control of your time and your team's time. It does not eliminate what I just had to do. I had to interrupt this podcast, go out and deal with somebody that should have been here an hour ago, right? Because hey, I had scheduled time with Sean. Sean was kind enough to be flexible, right? Um, but the reality is getting control of your time and team, it not only gets control of the things that you need to have control over, but it gives you the ability to control those things a lot better that you don't have control over. Does that make sense, Sean? Yeah. So how does that impact you? Like you worked on time and team. We're going to talk about increasing your pricing and, and, and uh, you know, how to quote your jobs profitably and all that in just a second. I know we sort of left off with that, but this is just such a real time thing. I'm like, we got to leverage this on this podcast, right? How, right. How does it help you now get better control of your, what are some of the things that you're doing tactics that have allowed you to get better control of your time with your family, with your business, with your team, that it's, that gives it a bit of a spring, like almost like on an engine, like on a, on a vehicle to yeah. absorb these potholes of chaos. Um, well, defaulting your calendar, right. And um, doing specific things at specific times. Like you've said that uh, I only invoice on Thursday or whatever that, that story that you've told a couple times. Right. So, and, and like, what is that? That's, and Rick has told me this a lot. That's the saying no, hmm. like just, just having the confidence to say no, like, no, I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. The amount of time, like I was running before that, I was running out at six o'clock at night, leaving stuff in my face, dinner, leaving the dinner table, going to meet clients. Now it's like, no, if you don't respect your time, no one will, right? Totally, do. totally. And um, so, so it creates freedom to uh, within your schedule to handle the unforeseens when they come up and not let them, not constantly being reactive. And think about your mind hmm. a chaotic i want everybody to listen to this this is a little bit deep stuff and i'm probably going to be getting deeper and deeper as time goes on because i'm realizing i've always realized it but it's important to talk to it is the mindset right the, like there's the tactic of defaulting your time defaulting your calendar but let's talk about the mindset behind that right like you said something that's really important that i want people to get is that you know, I'll say to my own wording is that if you don't plan your own calendar, other people are going to plan your calendar for you. They might not have the same intention with your time is, is what you want to have with your time. Make sense. Right. right. Yeah. And so I want you guys to understand it. It's not their fucking problem. You're like, what? They're not responsible for your calendar. So if you say yes, to stuff, that's not their problem. That's your problem. Like, does that make sense? Like they're not accountable to your calendar. Why should they be? Right. 
Right. And I think from a mindset, and we talk about becoming a champion CEO, okay? Um, I came up with that, okay? I came up with that because I, I'm a competitive guy. I, I love win, winning championships with my kids, hockey and soccer, and even myself when I was playing sports and stuff. And, and I, like, I like being a champion, right? Rocky, you know, I just like, and champions, that doesn't mean they, lose, they don't lose. Fucking champions lose all the time. Difference with champions is how they learn from losing so that they become a champion, right? Yeah. Not just in business, neither, right? No, everything. Everything. Like, hey, I, I recognize that I have a three, you know, almost four-year-old you know, child here, a son, and, and like I'm responsible for his, for having these memories that I want him to have, right? He's not responsible oh, for that. No. So how is it, like, how did it affect your mind when you started getting control of your time and started going, holy fuck, this shit's working? Yeah, I mean, that's a big hurdle though, right? Being a craftsman and not, a, you know, owning a business, but not really being a business owner, if that makes any sense. That's a hurdle to remove yourself from what you're so comfortable doing, right? And, and, and that growth happens under, in, in, during periods of discomfort. And, um, you know, you're, that's all mindset. You've got to get, you've got to wrap your head around like, no, I'm not swinging. I'm swinging a hammer. There's people to do that, right? I need to run the business. I need to sell work price it profitably, make sure that the business is sustainable, that we have money to market so that I can keep getting business, you know, not, so we can buy new trucks, new equipment when we need it, right? So when I started spending time on that, I thought I was going to get a little pushback from the guys, like, hey, look, I'm not going to be here because we all think we're the best, right, at, at what we're doing, right? And I was telling the guys, like, look, I, I, I need some more time. You know, I did it little by little. It's not like I was just like never at the job in the office all the time. Yeah. Little by little, and they saw the results, right? Mm. So now they were like, you got to get out and do the stuff that you've been doing because it's working. Dude, that's awesome, man. So when, when, you say, when you say it's working, what were they, what do you think they were experiencing? What were they seeing where they're like, hey, man, Sean, keep doing that, dude? Um, better jobs, right? Like when I started doing like the, uh, you know, filtering clients. And not running out to people that uh, have a fifty thousand dollar project with, and and only have ten to spend on it, right? Um, being able to, like, we paid, our, we were able to pay our trucks off, brand new trucks, paid them off last year, uh, end of last year. Uh, bought a new truck, so I mean, they see those things, right? And they're like, oh, you know, so Chuck gets a new truck. How to get that, right? It's the things that I was doing, so. You know, they were on board, which is huge. You know, when you have that support, then it makes those decisions easier. Um, and my family seeing everything, like seeing me home earlier every night, not saying no, not writing estimates, like this is when I do it. You know, uh, it's it's just that that all feeds into your mindset, right? It makes it easier to make those decisions. You know, walking through the door, being proud of where your business is going, everybody listening in is one of the best fucking feelings you can ever have. Your wife looking at you and your kid looking at you going, hey, dad, you're home versus like, he's running at you so fast, not letting go of your leg because he knows that in a very short period of time, that's all he's going to be able to get to see is you walking, going high, walking into your office or walking someplace other than spending time with him, right? To now right. walking in happy, energized money's in the bank account like talk to us a little bit about that we'll get into the pricing like how did that affect your relationship with your wife and your kids like even just the environment man if you walking through that door ah uh, just i mean first of all i was happier right mm -hmm. because i was starting to get control like before i always say this when people ask me what it was like before it felt like i was in the middle of a storm and all these tasks were just flying around me and i had to get them all done and i didn't know where to start right so i was always in a bad mood I was always worried about, you know, all the stuff that I had to do and started getting a little bit more relaxed. You know, um, now my wife is, you know, she was always, she's always been really supportive of everything. And, you know, you just, they just noticed that stuff. I'm home, I'm playing with my kids. I'm not on my phone answering emails. I'm wrestling around with, you know, my son and I'm home for dinner most of the time, you know, like Rick always says, contractor PTSD, when are you going to be home? Uh, I 
don't know. Well, no, I know. And, you know, I mean, but like, like what just happened earlier, shit happens still, right? Things come up and you've got to pull it, but those things aren't as hard to deal with now because they're so far and few between. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and you, your language changes, right? Like how you respond to those challenging situations. Um, again, challenging situations won't, won't stop coming at you. They're meant to keep coming at you so that you keep growing. Really, that's yeah. how I look at the universe, right? It's a, you look at it, whether it's in the wild or not, like the strong survive. Well, how the fuck did those, how did that deer or that elk or whatever it is become the strongest of the pack? It learned. It got yeah. stronger. It, it like did things differently than the other ones, right? Like, hey, fuck, I'm not going down there, right? Because the, <laughs> I might break a leg. Cause I just watched two other idiots go down, like whatever that is, some of it is natural, but they're leveraging that natural to become better. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, so major impact on the family, major impact on your hours. Um, you went, you were like 60, 70 plus hours, you know, not even including the mental stuff. I mean, you, you know, how many hours did you save and what, like how long did it take before you started peeling back hours? within the first month for sure you know because you gotta when you're that busy you gotta find time to put in the time to do the training like it's not a diet pill it's not like i you know i signed up for profit for contractors and then all of a sudden my problems are all fixed you have to actually do the work right so you know i was finding the time instead of writing the estimates at nine o'clock at night i was delegating my time or um default in my calendar, setting aside time for that. And then at, at night when the kids were asleep, after I got done playing with them, then I was putting in the work at PFC. So, you know, it takes time. It's not like the next day, all of a sudden it's all fixed. But within that first month, I started getting hours back a week. And then, you know, you make sure that the things that you put in place don't slip. That's right. Right. Cause that happens. I mean, it's happened. I'm, I'm sure a hundred percent of the clients that you've had or contractors out Me there. Too. Yeah. Yeah, they just slip, you know, but you know, yeah. you got to just stand firm and you get that time back. And now it's like, I got I, I, like 40 hours a week. Sometimes I don't even put that in. And it's like, I'm looking for other things to do. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that as, as well. Um, so let's talk about on the, I'll come back to that. Uh, remind me. Okay. Is, yeah. is let's, let's talk a little bit about on the profit side, right? You, you know, when you came in here, how confident were you that you were pricing jobs profitably? I mean, I knew that I could, there was more money in it. I didn't think. Did you have a whole process of like, hey, I need to look at my fixed expenses. I need to look at like these types of jobs. I need to know margin versus markup. I need to be tracking, you know, like what, you know, what, did you know all that stuff? No, I didn't. I, um, you know, kind of just went off the bank account and I knew what like the going rate was, but like, that's not the same for everybody. Right. And then, and that's just a race to the bottom if you're competing with people like that. So like get your, got my pricing right. Spent a lot of time doing that. Um, you, you got a template from uh, Jay. Yep. Jay's job costing training and then a couple one-on-ones with him and then his template and you know, and that's really eye opening and then not only just that though not only doing that when you start raising your prices because you have to right um you start wiping away those d clients they just don't come anymore Mm -hmm. and you don't want them anyways you don't want the guy who's looking for price or the girl who's looking for price you want the guy who wants quality and you start to you know you start getting known for that instead of yeah you might pay more but you're getting way better and those are the people that you want to deal with right Totally. Your language changes, right? And you know what, you know, I, I say this to everybody, you know, selling is a profession. Okay. Um, how you sell yourself, how you sell on value. Um, if price is the only thing you have, it's the worst goddamn strategy you could ever have. It is the worst. If you are landing jobs because primarily you're the lowest bidder, you're, you're, fu- you're screwed. <laughs> you're screwed. You're screwed because the guys, because like majority of contractors do not know this stuff, man, because they haven't been taught it. Right. They think that because the bank accounts up, all oh, that means I must be doing good. No, man, it doesn't. It just, it doesn't. It, 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 the things that I think 
And it's, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's difficult to explain, but it's, it's a transformation that you've gone through, right? Like you approaching things differently now is different than how your father approached things, right? Uh, even without PFC, there were certain things I'm sure you changed, right? Um, but you, you, you know, become part of this family, you're approaching how you're pricing jobs and how you're communicating and how, and what you deem as value differently now and your clients that like that's been communicated to the clients. And so the clients that you're landing meet that criteria, right? Yeah, for sure. Tell us about, um, so you, you were pricing, you, I think it's, it's almost like you doubled your pricing, like doubled your margins, correct? Yes. So, well, yeah. You went from what to what? We went from about 14 to 16% um, to yeah. about 20, right around 25% net. Um, just from that job costing sheet. Like before I would be like, oh, roof or siding is X amount. It's this hard. Let's do it, you know, X per, or, you know, however much per square. And, you know, you profit, you, yeah, you were making profits, but like not what you should be making, right. Mm -hmm. For all the time that it puts in and you say it all the time, like for all the stress and all the responsibility for running a business owner, you'd be better off just going and working for somebody if you don't get it right. It's because the time and the stress is ridiculous. Um, but it goes away once you get control of things. Uh, so just, just the, the job costing period, realizing what my, overhead percentage was what my labor burden was and you know a lot of people a lot of people by the way just to stop you there for a second a lot of people don't even know let's not get too deep into it but a a lot of people that come in the proper contractors they don't even know what labor burden is i didn't okay so what, what what is labor burden it's what it costs you to pay a person your one your total cost of what it is not just the hourly rate but everything that goes into that you got it you got it dude so everybody listening in and why why is that important i mean because you're paying it you need to you need to fill that bucket that that gets dumped out correct and what happens if you don't what like tell us a little bit about like the money that gets lost or you lost in not doing that I mean, you can't even, you know, it's, you could get to the point where it's not sustainable, where you're losing money. Mm-hmm. So guys, if all you're doing is factoring in, like, we're not going to go into like, here's all the details and steps, uh, you know, uh, on today's podcast, because we have too many other great things to cover off. You want to get some more help on that. You know, you can just say, you know, uh, help me, you know, price profitably, because I'll tell you what, if all, if you're listening in on this, Okay, this is going out to all of you guys and it went out to Sean, right? If you're just including you know, the guy's hours, the labor, the material, the miscellaneous, that's all you're including. And then you're multiplying it by some like, hey, this should be, this is what everybody else uses or any form of that. You are not pricing your jobs profitably. Okay. Uh, and if you are, sorry, if you are pricing your jobs profitably, you're doing, you're doing it blindly. Okay. And you can't run a business that way. So your profits have gone up, right? Significantly. It's just, you know, I'm looking at some of the notes here. Um, you're um, consistently pricing jobs at 25 uh, net, net, right? You 25% net, you finished this year, correct? Yeah. Dude, freaking high five, man. 25% net, dude. Yeah. We didn't finish the year at that, but the last quarter since starting PFC oh, okay. consistently okay. went from that to that. Okay, beautiful man like what that's a that's a great trend right yeah okay you said finished off the year with 128k in business savings in the account the year before you had like 30 to 40k yeah like dude that, that like like that's that's real right like a lot of people that talk about like what do you got like what kind of results do you actually get like is this bullshit no i wouldn't pay i wouldn't continue to pay for it if it didn't work like seriously, but a lot of people go, come on, like Sean, come on. You, you finished at 40. Now you're finishing at like 130. They'd be like, bullshit. Like it's not bullshit, is it? No, I wouldn't and, be here if it was. Right, dude. So like, and, and from a, again, I'm not trying to sell the coaching. I just want to let you guys know that like, it has to be an investment. Okay. We filter, we filter pretty hard who we bring on as clients. Okay. That's, that's a big thing. Okay. 
And I'll tell you why. Because we practice what we, what we teach and the principles that I, that I you know, scaled my contracting company and, and thousands of others. Uh, we are cherry picking. You're like, what? Yeah, we're, fuck, we're cherry picking. Why wouldn't I cherry pick Sean? Knowing that, we, that knowing that, hey man, if this guy does even half of this shit, this is gonna work for him. Why wouldn't I? And you're listening and going, what's that have to do with me? Sean cherry picks his clients, guys, okay? You should be cherry picking your clients, guys. Is that important, Sean? Oh my God. Everybody listening to this knows that. You don't even have to say that. You just gotta figure out how to get to the point where those are the type of clients you attract. You know, you know, Sean, I say it, but yet the majority of people listening in, they're in such a tornado, they don't even take the what? The, the what? The, they don't take the time to even know what cherry picking is. All they're right. doing is picking. They're picking, right? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I bit that apple. That thing's rotten. Oh, the next one's rotten. Oh, I got a good one, right? Oh, shit. I picked one up off the ground. Like, yeah, but I got apples. Yeah, but fucking, how many of them are rotten? It's like, uh, well, I, I don't know. I'm too, I'm too busy. I don't have time for that. So class D clients, right? So you've increased your profits, you increased your pricing. You got more time back for your family. Your team's basically going, hey, Sean, bugger off. Like, right? Yeah. In a good way. Keep doing what way. you're yeah. doing. Right? Yep. You're down to 40 hours, sometimes less. We're talking about, you know, but the mindset of a champion CEO uh, around time, because uh, I'm going I'm to share some personal stuff. Okay, um, which I think, you know, I think you'll be able to, re it'll resonate with you. But, you know, class D clients, like go back to, can you think of a class D client that comes to mind? Yes. <laughs> Sean's like, blood, I just, the blood pressure just, <laughs> yeah. hairs are standing up. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, man, knife coming out and slicing the tires. Right. Where's my money? Like, tell us about what is it? Describe this class D client so that these people listening in, okay, whether you're just new to, to profit for contractors or been around just a refresher or not, are going, oh my God, I have some bad apples. So, okay. so you know, they're happy with everything till it comes time to cut the check or um, they're adding things constantly and you don't say no because you want that good review or you want that repeat business or whatever. So, you're doing all those things and Maybe you're doing them for free or you're doing them discounted, uh, which, you know, got to say no, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, or, or they're, they're picking things out now that it's time to, now that it's time to uh, pay, they're picking all these tiny little things out or they're, you know, or, or you're going to chase them for, to get paid. Like, no, you signed the contract. This is what it says. We're done. We fulfilled our obligations. Time to pay. I mean, you know, how many times have you had, had to chase somebody around for that final payment? It's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. It's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. or, or, they're, or they're trying to haggle price with you. They signed the contract, but now they're like, well, you know, this only took you so long. So I really don't think it's fair to, you know, you know what it's like. So everybody listening in, names were popping into your head. I guarantee you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Was it a Macintosh? What? Was it a gala? Was it a, what kind of apple was it, right? And it had somebody's name on it. I never use that analogy, but that's, it makes sense, right? You go, oh, fuck this apple tree. All the apples are good. No, they're not. They are not. Well, how the hell do I know which ones have worms in them? Listen to what Sean just said, okay? So if you do not have a filter fast process, okay? If you don't have a process to identify proactively, right, Sean? Oh, yeah. Those things. Um, you're going to increase your chances of getting rotten apples and who knows what the hell it's going to, what's going to be under, under the skin. Right. Yep. Might be a lot of jobs turn into, you know, they could be, they could be complete nightmares. And do you want to do them just to be busy or just to mm -hmm. fill your schedule up? No, mm -hmm. screw that. You could be spending time on somebody who wants to pay what you're worth and is happy to have you there instead of, you know, just chasing shit jobs. Mm -hmm. We're good jobs for shit people. Right. You gotten referrals, right? Oh yeah. You've gotten class D referrals? Oh yeah. 
They don't happen to come from class D clients, do they? Every time. Son of a bitch. People are they like, what? Together. Right. Thieves hang with thieves. Right? Class A clients. Do they give you like class A referrals? All the time. Guys, listen in on this. So when you're thinking, how the frick did this guy go from the 40K to 100? And by if this is, and dude, you're in the beginning of the journey. Yeah. Right? What about six months from now? A year from now? And I'm like, dude, things are going to be in a completely different realm. Okay? Which brings me to the next point. Okay? Let's just start wrapping this thing up in about five or 10. You, you good with that? Yeah. Okay, brother. So let's talk about some stuff that probably hasn't been talked to about you or, or talked to with you. Okay. So a lot of people listening in, this is not going to resonate from the perspective of this is where you are, unless you're a champion CEO and part of the proper contractors family. Um, but I think it's, a, it's an important thing to be aware of. Um, uh, it's a good indicator. Uh, what I'm about to talk about uh, that you're going in the right direction. But it's also really important that you do something with it. And you're like, okay, what, Andrew, what is it? Okay. It, one of the things, main things, is our value. I was about to say our time, but it's how we see our value against and beyond time. So, Sean, you're approaching that. You got a ways to go. I mean, like to the point of, like, I'll be straight up with everybody listening. I'm not saying this to boast. Sean, you and I touched on it briefly. Okay. Um, I, I don't need to be around profit for contractors. Like, I don't. Okay. Um, I don't have to financially. I don't have to um, because, you know, the, the business doesn't, you know, the, the business doesn't need me. It still needs me. But what it needs from me is totally scalable, right? I could do 25 freaking podcasts in like three days. And that'd be enough podcasts for like the next six months. I'm still here, but it's like, okay, took three days, did 25 podcasts. Right? Okay, there you go, right? Why is this important? Because as you start freeing up your time, you know, when I was younger, my, my brother used to always say, right, we used to go to, yeah, I'm not saying I'm a big religious person or anything of that nature, not trying to go down that path, yeah, you know, what, either way. But we used to go to church all the time, okay? And my brother would say, anytime something went wrong, the devil made me do it. The devil made me, <laughs> like the devil made me do it over here. Yes, mom, it's the devil. And my mom was, Isaac? Not the devil. Well, that's that, in church, mom. That's what that's what that's what uh, Father John was saying. That's not what he's saying, Isaac. <laughs> he's using it the wrong way, right? <laughs> Anyways, long story short, you'll start to question your value. You start to question where do I put my time. You start to question. Really, in essence, you're starting to question your identity. So when you start freeing up more time, when you start to come off the tools, even at the tool stage of going from the Gretzky of being the tools to now you're giving it to your guys to now you're giving more responsibility to getting your guys to run jobs, you're literally letting go little pieces of you. Would you agree, Sean? Yes. And when people go, what do you mean little piece of, pieces of you? Well, you did those things for lots of reasons. One was to try and make money, but you also did those things because that was part of how you valued yourself. Pretty yeah. deep, Sean? 100% though. Mm -hmm. So if we don't, re and I'm not trying to say that you need to change, who, I'm not trying to say you need to change your principles. Uh, I'm not trying to say that, um, you know, it's, 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 it's bad going down this path. But what, what I'm trying to say is that you have to, you know, if you don't line things up such that you're intentionally doing things of higher value with intention and knowledge um you're not going to be able to properly replace them just a second yeah. does that make sense yeah okay so this is the next level of it and, and before we go further how does that how does that relate to you oh i mean totally relatable you, you know you go from your whole life dedicating it to the craft, whatever that may be, you know, and then you see those tangible results, you build that deck or you, you know, you remodel that kitchen or whatever it is. And you see that stuff 
and you're that you know that fills you with pride and then when you're building systems and doing those things it's not as quick of a reward mm-hmm. and uh, it it honestly it's it's kind of it, that was a struggle for me like you know i i prided myself on being the best carpenter or roofer cider whatever you want to call it that i could be mm-hmm. and you have to change and it's not easy well and let's face it not only did you look up to yourself in pride of doing that but your customers did your team did your you know your family looked at you that way too is it true oh yeah right so everybody listening in um this is the real game like this is the real game of becoming a champion ceo okay it's i'm gonna let everybody know anybody wants to raise their hand and and become this champion ceo uh, wants to engage with us uh, or wh- whatever, what- whatever it is that you want to do, but you want to become this person, like what you, you know, I want some of the stuff that Sean's got. I'm going to tell you, one of the biggest things that you need to learn to work with is, is yes, the tactics and the tools, and you have to do the work just like Sean did. But I'll say this, you have to work harder on, you, on yourself. This is a bit of a twister. You have to work harder on your, yourself than you almost do your business. When I say yourself, I'm talking about your mindset. So I want to give you some insight, Sean, some tips. This is, remember I said before we were getting ready for this podcast, I'm like, hey, dude, we'll see where this baby goes, right? Yeah. Easy peasy. Maybe we'll do some coaching, but we're, we're, we're already starting to do some coaching, okay? So, so let's do some coaching on this front, all right? So the first, first thing that we have to get an understanding of is we have to get some better clarity of where it is we're trying to go, okay? So the next five, 10 minutes as we wrap this baby up, you and I are going to do coaching session. Okay. Yeah. Sean, let's just highlight. And that's one of the biggest problems, right? Is that if people don't know where they're going, then, then they'll get there. Right. Sure. Jen. Yep. So, um, Jen, you want to say hi to everybody? This is Jen's. Here you go. Hello. Jen, we're doing a podcast, by the way. So you're on the <laughs> no bullshit podcast for okay. contractors. Okay. Here we go. No bullshit. So, are, how much clearer are you on your pathway where, what, where you want to take the business say, in the next even 90 days? Bald. Well, I definitely want to keep going in the same direction that I'm going in, right? I just want to get further down that path. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of question. I can sense it. Okay. It's not, yeah. it's not clear enough. Right. So in order to make it simpler, we, we have, what we have to do is we have to get more focused in on, on specifics, right? So, Otherwise, right, if we ask, hey, man, where do you want to go? Person's like, I don't even know where to start. Versus like, hey, are you looking for going to a place that's warm? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Start getting honed in. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So let's look at what would be the, one of the things that pops in your head as far as what you want more of. Do you want more time with the family? And guess what? We're going to use the model. At a time and team, do you want, you know, do you want to have – more team members. And again, we're only going to pick one. I'm not saying we can't work on the others, but we're just going to try and stay focused. Okay. So is it time and team that pops up in your head? Like, um, that, that's even just those words are resonating more or is it profits and cash flow, or is it marketing and sales? Which, 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 which of the three pillars resonate that sort of, it goes, Hmm, that's sort of tweaking. Time and team. Yes. What is it about time and team that you either want, and again, grab a pen or whatever, we'll work through this, okay? You ready? Yep. Okay, you're, you're gonna do my little, you're gonna do my little model. You're gonna draw one circle. Everybody listen in, you can do this, okay? Whether or not you're part of the PFC family or not, guess what, you're getting some free coaching. So you're gonna draw a circle, one says, um, the first thing in, in that circle is going to say stop. Okay. Got it? Yep. You're going to draw another circle. Picture this, this, this circle that you just drew. The new one's going to overlap it like that. Got it? Yep. Okay. So that there's now like three, pe- there's three parts, right? Yeah. Right. The center is going to be called keep. Where it overlaps. Yep. And the end is going to be start. Now, if you think of the model, it makes sense if you look at it as a flow, right? 
What are the things yeah. we got to stop? That's the easiest. What are the things we got to keep? Just, I'm just going to keep doing it. And what are the things we've got to start? Starting is the thing that tends to take the most amount of effort. True? Yeah. Perfect. So time and team. You can pick time, you can pick team, you can pick, hey, it's a combo platter, whatever. I want you to pick like one thing that you want to stop doing. Okay. What would it be? What comes to mind? Probably facilitating all the weekly meetings. Perfect. Write that down. So everybody listening in, you definitely want to do this process. It's easy, okay? Now, I could all geek out and I could do this, you know, 18-page plan for you if you want, but fucking thing's probably not going to work for you, okay? Didn't work for me, right? Uh, maybe works for the bank, doesn't, right, right? So what are the things that you want to keep? What's one thing that you want to keep? Uh, doing sales. I love that you said that, okay? What's one thing that you want to start doing? Probably. Either recruiting more um, personally or uh, devising um, SOPs more training. Standard so I, operating procedures. Yeah. So that I can, uh, so Which that I can key. scale more easily. Which is fucking totally key. Totally key. Hard to do. Uh, I'm going to change that mindset. It's hard to do if, if you don't have a starting point and you don't have a template and you don't have things of that nature, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So when we look at this, if you were able to, let's see how this comes together. If you were able to like describe to me just if, like that story right there in front of you, if I was able to stop doing this, that would allow me to do this. If I was able to keep doing this, that would allow this. And if I was able to start this, I would be able to get this out of it. Tell me the story. So if I was able to stop facilitating the weekly meetings, that would free up my time to spend more. Well, okay. If I was to stop the, uh, do, being the one involved in all the weekly meetings, facilitating them, doing all that, that would take that load of running all that production on, put it on someone else. Then I could keep doing sales which I'm pretty good at. And actually, then I can keep doing more, actually. Do more sales, right. Hmm. Then I can start documenting everything so that I have SOPs for everything. Son of a bitch. And I can step away more. Sounds like a not bad plan to me. Does it sound like a bad plan to you? Sounds like I should have been doing this all, the whole time. Oh, fuck this shoulda, coulda, woulda bullshit stories. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, you're in the wrong, you're talking to the wrong guy for that, dude. Okay. Uh, if I had, if I look back the shoulda, coulda, woulda, yeah, I'd be a pretty depressed guy, but that's, that's, that's also what's made me stronger. So I guess it depends on how you want to use it. Right. Back to the deer, back to the wilderness of what's stronger. Right. The stronger one doesn't go, Hey man, like, look at, there's a, there's a bear eating that. Let me go investigate that more. What are you nuts? The fucking bear's going to eat you. Instead of like, I'm out of here. I'm moving forward. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right. Okay. But does this sound like a plan? Yeah. Do you see how the one feeds the other? Yes. You know what's interesting? You didn't, you don't catch the last one, how it feeds it. I'm going to help you. With creating a standard, op watch how the start feeds the stop. Everybody watch this. And Sean, did we plan this conversation? No. Oh, son of a bitch, eh? Uh, that took about five minutes. Interesting, right? Let's see what happens. Right. I'm like, I feel like you ever watch the old back in the day? I don't know how old you are, but I'm like, I'm like 50, okay? There used to be a TV show, show called Amazing Greskin. I don't know if you remember that. He used to do yeah. all these funky things like you know, bending bars and all these magic, like, anyways, like magic tricks and shit like that. Anyways, the Amazing Greskin, right? It sounds like a wizard, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, what does the SOP, pick one SOP, what does the SOP have to do with what it is you're trying to stop. Take a look at your page. Well, I would create an SOP for running the weekly meetings Other and then bitch. it would train that person to do it. Is that interesting? This makes sense? Uh, of course. Yeah, it does now, right? Yeah, it does okay. now. Yeah. Okay, now we're gonna put another what little sprinkle icing on it. Okay, it's like we're putting the cake in the box. Okay, but put the cake in the box. 
it's got to have a destination. And destinations can be destinations as in, you know, going to Florida, going to Yukon, going to, right? But whenever you're going someplace, it usually has a time, right? Somebody says, I'm going to go to Florida. People go, when? Don't they? Yes. Right. So if you look at those three, take a look at them, keep looking at them, okay? Would it make sense, and I'm being honest, you just have, at this stage, everybody listening in, if you've done the same, if you followed us through this process, pause the video, whatever. You have to wrap the package with time. I explained that in a second. I'm gonna get Sean to say this time, and it doesn't mean it's gonna to be totally precise, but it, it's a starting point, okay? So Sean, look at that stuff, and, and that, if, you, if I said to you, you said to yourself, sorry, in the box, and it said, I'm going to get this, I'm going to stop doing this, I'm going to keep doing this, and more of it, and I'm going to start doing this, and I'm going to accomplish this in the next 90 days. Does that sort of go like, yeah, we'll fucking do that. Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely do that. Perfect. Okay. So you, you want to keep doing that until it, it makes you twitch. Okay. Like, as, this would make you twitch. You know, I want to stop doing this keep doing this more of this and I want to start doing this within, you know, within the next week. <laughs> Would you nuts? Yeah, no. <laughs> See my point? Yeah. Right. Why is that important? It's important psychologically because you want to start the conversation. The, the most important conversation you can have is who with me or yourself? Yourself. With yourself. Absolutely. Okay. And when you can talk to yourself with confidence, fucking right. I'm going to get this. I, I could see it in your eyes. Anybody watching this video, watch his eyes when he said it. Yeah, and I, for sure, like, yeah, confidence, right? Is that important to be confident with your plan? Absolutely. Totally, right? We haven't talked about the steps yet, have we? No. No. That's not the purpose yet, right? Is to have a plan, right? So now you want to say, hey, man, could you, so if you put 60 days to it, Hey, I'm going to be able to stop this. I'm going to keep doing this and doing more of it. And I'm going to start doing this and I'm going to be able to do this in 60 days. Does it still give you the same sort of oomph or no? I could do it. It will be a little bit more of a challenge, but I could do it. Perfect. So get ready. Okay. You're going to write this down. The ideal, right? The optimal, whatever word you want to use. Use a word that works for you. Okay. Time frame that I'm going to get this done is in 60 days. I'm giving myself 90 to get it done. Worst case. Dude. So now read it back to me with the time. I'm going to stop doing the week, facilitating the weekly meetings so that I can spend more time doing sales. And I'm going to start an SOP for doing the weekly meetings. And I'm going to get it done in 60 days. Worst case? Worst case, 90. Do we have a plan? We have a plan. Totally. Could you now go to the coaches? Can you get now go out to, you know, the hundreds and hundreds of people in the, in the Champions Hill group and go, hey, guys, I'm working on delegating, stopping doing this. You know, can you guys help me? Is there training on this? Do you think there might be some training on this? I can guarantee it. I fucking would guarantee it. Because <laughs> everybody listening in, that's what I used to do. See, I'm the guy that had to create the structure for the agenda for the Monday morning meetings, for the Friday reflection meetings, for the, 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 but that was for me to run. Then there's the next stage, which is like, now you got to get other people to run. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So dude, how does it feel now walking away from this with a plan? Feels like as soon as this camera goes off, I'm going to start working on it. I love it. Okay. So the final, like, let's call it, I wouldn't, it's, uh, nothing is really final, but let's call it the amplifier. You know what an amplifier is? You know, you hook up a mic, you fucking crank up the amp, you know, just the guitar itself is like, dang, dang, then you hook up the amp, it's like, fucking, I'm Angus Young, man, like, or whatever it is, right? Okay, yeah. I sound just like him. Yeah, no, you don't. But anyways, you're just as noisy. Um, but uh, you want to, here we go, ready? This, this is going to get you pumped. You want to hesitate on putting the action steps in play um, too soon. Why? You want to put some numerical values to this. Okay? Right? Okay? So what do I mean? Like, how much time is... So you want to look at each one of those. We call them OKRs, okay? Um, 
there's lots of different, which is like key, you know, key results, right? Okay, so if we're looking at key results, like if you look at the thing that you're gonna stop, how many fucking hours is that gonna save? You need to write that down. Yeah. And then if I can put half of those hours into doing more of the, I'm doing right now two hours a week or three hours a week on sales, I'm able to now do four hours a week. Holy shit, I could make this much more. See where I'm going? Yeah, you know what? And this SOP, if I get this SOP done, watch this, I'll be able to repeat, repeat the same process for the next thing that I want to stop doing. And oh my God, hey coach, I can see it happening. Coach, I did the calculations. I'm roughly, when this thing goes, I'm roughly going to be able to increase my sales by this percentage, by this amount, and I can have this much more in the bank, and I'm actually going to be doing less and doing more of the stuff I love, and my guys are going to feel like heroes because they know exactly what to do. Like, do is right, and I'm going to be able to come home even happier. See the point? Exactly. Okay. So, so that's what we want to do. Okay. You can take it to whatever you level you want. Like for me, this is the last piece of it. For me, I work like this. When I achieve this, I get this. So everybody might be thinking to themselves, like I got this thing, this woodcutter. You're like, Andrew, you can't afford a woodcutter? Oh fuck, I could have afforded a woodcutter a long time ago. So what's this have to do with anything? I set a target for myself. When I get this thing done, I'm gonna go get my woodcutter. Now that's just a psychological thing. It's a game, right? Like, it's like playing sports and, going, I want that cup instead of like, yeah, we're just playing a game of hockey. Like there's a difference, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you can take it to something personal, if you can say to your family, listen, we're going to go on a trip once I achieve this, dude, now, now we're talking. Now you want to see feel the fire, right? Oh yeah. Hey son, I'm going to take you here. Daddy's going to do this and this and this. And within 60 days, you know, we're, I'm, I'm going to take it and do this and this with you. I, I have a funny suspicion. You'll get that sucker done. Oh yeah. Is that pretty cool? Yeah. Okay. That's a great way to motivate it. Yeah. Is this a complex plan? No. Sean, how many people could use this listening in? Everybody. Interesting. Interesting. Welcome to coaching everybody. So if you've never been coached, uh, this is coaching. Now you might be going, yeah, but Andrew, you didn't give them all the details of how to do this and this, this. Hey everybody, that's why I've scaled my business and they're smarter the people than me. If it was just me, um, versus the hundreds of people in the champion CEO group, I think the hundreds of people to get combined would be a lot smarter. Me. Make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, dude, congratulations. Thanks for being part of this podcast. Um, you have any last words, anything else you want to say to people listening in? Um, yeah. Get the help. I mean, just do it. You, you can't figure it out. And, like, I'm sure most of the people, I would, I would say over 90% of the people are just like me had a tool belt on every day and that doesn't translate. And just because you're good at what you do, doesn't translate into be running a successful business and just get the help. It's worth it. Yeah. You know what, dude, I think that's great advice. Uh, and, and guys in conjunction with that, you're not a lesser person. Like you're, it's, it's a challenge to your identity. I know everybody listening in, like I'm going to have to re reach up for help. I know I've been there. Sean's been there. A lot of people have been there, but the reality is that that's the difference between the ones that are becoming champion CEOs. One of the biggest differences is that they put their pride aside and they go, I don't know how to do this. Okay. You didn't know how to do it. Set a goal. You now have learned how to do a goal. You, you don't lose that. You can apply this for the rest of your fucking life. Right, yeah. Sean? That little tool that we just did? Okay. Okay. So, Sean, here's my last thing. Uh, maybe it's not directly related to the podcast. Maybe it is. Okay. I'm going to hold you accountable. Do you like being held accountable? I do. Fucking right. I'm the best and the worst guy to be holding somebody accountable. Okay? So, you need to post this in the Facebook group in the next 24 hours. The session we had, some of the things that you got out of it, and I want you to post to the group what your goal is for the next 60 to 90 days. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And if you need help, I don't know, maybe use the word help. You know, anybody's done this, anybody's gone through it. Because I think a few hundred have gone through this already. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Love you, dude. High five. I'm fired awesome. up. Keep the great work up and we'll catch you on the flip. Ciao. Thank you. Here, man. 
Hey, Rockstar, I hope that you enjoyed that one. I mean, if you did like this podcast, leave a review, leave a comment. You know, this will help us a lot to keep you bringing the gold, keep help allowing you to delegate, dominate, and deliver so you can take your contracting business to the next level. Now, make sure you subscribe, get the latest teachings and insights, and we will see you back here for another No Bullshit Podcast. No, seriously, no bullshit.